Good Friday morning to each and everyone. This is Chris. You're listening to another episode of Encouraging Your Spirit, the podcast. Today's episode is one, a rebroadcast, parts of it from Wednesday night's prayer call, but it's also a little bit of a twist in the sense that I'm talking about other experiences that I've had with the topic of sticks and stones. I hope you tune in and thanks so much for always supporting and listening to Encouraging Your Spirit, the podcast. Good Friday morning to each and everyone. This is Chris. You're listening to another episode of Encouraging Your Spirit, the podcast announcements for today and the coming week. Every Tuesday, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, join Apostle Wallace and Word and Power Ministries for Bible study on Facebook Live. I believe they're covering identity theft. It's going to be a great series every Wednesday, midnight, Eastern Standard Time, 11 p.m. Central Standard Time. Like Movement has its Wednesday prayer call. Dial 515-604-9094 and the code is 692-608-467. And you can always send your prayer request to IgnitePray at gmail.com. Sticks and stones may break your bones, but words will never hurt you. I thought this was a great thing to talk about um, because it's been coming up for me in my own life and also in trying out something new and talking about its relationship to everyday life in the scripture. And most recently, Sticks and Stones is the title of a comedic special and the conversation uh, that ensued from it. So stay with me. Sticks and stones may break your bones, but words will never hurt you. It's a popular phrase in colloquialism that many of us have heard all our lives. Yet what we know for certain is that this statement is false. Why is it false? It is false because words have the power to bruise, spirits to crush, hearts to kill, dreams. In the scriptures, James 3, 5 says the tongue is also a small part of the body, but it can speak big things. And that means our tongues are small, but they are capable of wreaking great havoc. Our words are difficult to control. James often states that if a person could control his words, they would be perfect. The person would be able to bridle or flawlessly control their entire body. But while this is a great goal, all of us, including the writer of this uh Scripture stumble in many ways when it comes to our tongue, when it comes to our words. You know, this week I heard a ministry leader talking about the words that we speak. She was speaking about it in the terms of the words we speak and its relationship to the importance of knowing who we are. Yet I felt I bring it up again because the premise is still the same. Words that we speak, they move molecules and the molecules have memory. What does that mean? That means that the words that we speak go out into the world and they have the ability to come back to you in an experience. How do I know that's true? In real life, I had an experience of manifesting words and the words that I had manifested were negative. You know, my ultimate point is that words have enormous power. In my own life, words have had tremendous power. How so, you might ask. More, you know, specifically, I think it's related to the power that other people's words have had on my life. Sometimes there were words that I experienced that were harsh. There were times that I was taunted, you know, as a kid. You know, we call it bullying these days. 
Um, and I wish I could say that some of those experiences were confined to childhood, but harsh words or words that had power continued in adulthood and in my personal relationships. And to be honest, even at 42, I'm just now beginning to inspect and reflect and heal from a lot of these words. And I know I'm not the only one because the truth for the day is many of us in life have had the experience of having all these types of words spoken over us. Sometimes it was related to our gender expression and our, our sexual identities, or I'm trying to say sexual orientation. Sometimes it was something totally different. It might have been, you know, people had harsh words for the career that we chose. It might have been for the decisions that we made. Sometimes people just, we were misunderstood. What's my ultimate point? Our words have power. Our words can be fire that consumes. Or we can use our words to ignite love and peace among all we meet. Why do I say that? Because the other week we were talking about the importance of thinking about how we love others, how we should be concerned with each other's welfare, spiritual welfare, the spiritual progression, their overall interests as a human being. And I was talking about how, you know, there were examples that I gave about how there were people who sometimes like to send letters and cards or you know, reaching out and talking to someone via phone or being via text, but how we could use our space and our time and our abilities and our skills and our heart and personal experiences to uplift others, to encourage them, to instead of provoke negativity, we could provoke and incite positivity. And I don't just mean this from a point of positive mantras, not that there's anything wrong with that, but what type of atmospheres are we creating with our words? You know, we have real choices over the words that we speak over our life, but it isn't just confined to the words we speak over to our life. It's also the words that we are speaking over others. And how are we doing that? How are we doing in that area? Are we speaking life? Are we proclaiming Abba's promises? Or are we just proclaiming the smallness of our fears and our insecurities? I'm learning in my own life that I have to grab a hold, cling, and snatch, and make a conscious practice of reminding myself things like, I have the mind of Christ. I am fearfully, wonderfully made. I'm the head and not the tail. And I have to do that not just with myself, but we should be doing that with others. Because we have the power to use our words to create atmospheres where people can be victorious. Let's remind ourselves of that for ourselves, for those that are entrusted to us, and those that are surrounding us. Let's use our words to create atmospheres where people can be victorious. Our words can either cause others to shrink back and live small lives, or our words can frame a world that's large enough where the plans and the dreams and the purposes that Abba gives each and every one of us can be fulfilled. Where me, you, us, all of us know who we are in Christ. All of us are walking boldly and unafraid to the things that he tells us to do from him, through him, to us. And if you remember nothing else that I've said, remember, use your words in ways that encourage people, that lift them up. 
Words that allow them to create atmospheres where people are victorious. Words that frame a world large enough where the plans, the dreams, and the purposes of Abba are fulfilled. Let's use our power and authority as believers in ways that create atmospheres of love, healing, and victory for all of Abba's kids. I thank you so much for listening. I thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you have a fantastic weekend and rest of your day. I will talk to you next time. See y'all.